forever. Dog. Did you guys do extracurricular activities in college? Well, I still did theater. The theater outside of the theater program. There was only a certain amount that was required and then everything else was whatever you wanted to do. So like, yeah, and I had like a bunch of internships and I'd never even applied for credit. So, I, you know, so I don't know, you know, like oh I was working goodness, for James. <laughs> yeah. Why, no, I didn't get credit, did for, I didn't get credit, credit for any of my internships. You just forgot? Like you just Well, didn't... I didn't need, I didn't, I didn't have an intern requirement so i just didn't even try to go through those steps to get the to oh because you just want to do an internship just to do it yeah 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 so i mean damn they ain't paying nothing you ain't getting no like no i ain't getting nothing <laughs> none of those none of those uh relationships <laughs> <laughs> no a few a couple a few of them did i'm lying i'm, I'm being <laughs> All right, that's good. I mean, I, 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 I did. I mean, all those were part of my department. Like, I did a bunch of internships, but I was in the film, video, theater department. So I don't know if I did things in college. Does drinking count? Like, if I went to go drink at other schools, that's not an extra. That's not a college extracurricular. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, say I went to like other schools and be like, "Yo, I'm about to try to out drink and out party their students." Uh-huh. Like, I feel like that was a. You know what I mean? Like that was a yes. thing. I was like, I, I was very active in that pursuit. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> like super, I'm talking about like super active. I'm like, hey, I will I came to NYU a couple times. Shoot. Okay. NYU kids thought they could hang. And I was like, come on, baby. I was like, look, y'all trying to go to uh was it bar none? All right, taking some shots. Man, I haven't heard bar not none today in so long. Just talking about come going on, to a baby. bar. <laughs> <laughs> I did my my when I was my freshman year, my communications teacher wanted me to do the speech and debate team, but I did. Ah, uh, really? Yeah. I, I, I never, I never did debate. I and I never took, I guess, philosophy. Is that where they? What do they like talk about different arguments and stuff like that? Um, philosophy, theology. Or was it philosophy or theology? Theology is like theology is religion and religion. Philosophy uh, would be like, I never know. did. I never did any of that, but I wish I had. Like, I feel like, you know, if I wasn't the best, I would have been at least the great debater. So, well. <laughs> <laughs> the the delayed S. <laughs> and I was like, me. I would at least be the great debate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if they no, we heard it. We heard it. They might not have said, John. You're the best there ever was, but they could have said, he's the great debater. Are you seeing the S on the low? Is that is that what's happening? Are you saying a Yeah, because he's, he's trying to make his sentence make sense, but then he's also trying to make sure that he's correctly transitioning by saying the full title what you of guys the film. Talking so about. he's, I'm he's the great something. debater. If I got on the team, you know, my nickname would have been the Great Debater. <laughs> See, I want to say something like, "Oh, people listen to our show because we're great debaters." You, we could, like you could have said anything. Great debaters. <laughs> you could have said anything else, but he I didn't. Like this one was Wait, easy. I mean, that's not good though because you have to say "the," so I don't know what you're talking. I mean, well, I we mean, are the Great Debaters, but you know, yeah. still, 
I feel, I feel like Brady, this one, this one, you should have had this one. Like this was kind of disappointing. This one was handed to you. I mean, that's what do we not do, you know? But get together and be the great debaters. You know. Wow. Wow. I wow. mean, what else do we do? All I know is that in a in an alternate universe, if I was uh-huh. on a debate team, <laughs> my name was the great debater. Okay, we're done with this. Like this is this is done. We're done with this. My name will be the great debater. All right, let's start the show. Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. St. Augustine said, an unjust law is no law at all, which means I have a right, even a duty to resist with violence or simple disobedience. You should pray I choose the latter. Okay, he didn't. He didn't change. His That's voice. how he said it. He was like, he was, at the no, end, he was like, no. he got all smooth. He was like, Nah, he didn't do that. I choose the letter. <laughs> so I, was like, I didn't want his voice to change. I was like, Yo, this this is a hard line. Say it right. And he said it all. Fourteen year old. And I was like, All right, this, makes sense. this character. This is this is character. It makes sense. Uh, I, um, what I remember. Uh, I remember when this movie came out and like. Uh, they did a bunch of like interviews and stuff. I think specifically for Nickelodeon because he was so young, you know. Right. And I remember, I remember it so. <laughs> I remember it so vividly. Denzel Whitaker talking about the audition process for it, and just how mad oh. I was that he was in this movie. <laughs> what do you say? Keep going. Cool. What do you say? No, just stop. Just you know, he got to be a little ass kid in this Denzel Washington movie, and yeah. he's so mad. Wait, isn't he the, the same jealousy. kid who played T'Challa? Didn't he play? Wasn't he in Black Panther? Yeah, he played young. He played young Zuri in Got it in Black Panther. Oh, so he played young. Played young. But he was an adult by then. By the, oh no, I mean yeah, it's ten yeah, years he later. He was the one at the beginning. What um the one who snitched on both um, his Stone character's name are James, <laughs> which oh, I thought wow. was interesting. It was that another connection. It's like Boris Whitaker. <laughs> Is a Whitaker. Right. James, James. Well, y'all get it. Before we go any further, I just want people to know that they this don't, they don't care. Educated, uh, this articulate, commanding voice that could lead a great debater team is Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> I'm not going, I'm not doing this. I'm not. I didn't come back to so LA to do when this. When you hear that voice, that's who that's who you're listening to. Uh, oh my god! And then we got my this co-host. voice that would probably be the one speaking for the people, giving you the fucking enthusiasm you needed to go out there and march. Is Gerard Milligan, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this voice mm-hmm. is James Three with an E. <laughs> what? James three with an E. Why you? Why? <laughs> where, 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 would, where would you ever spell James three without an E? <laughs> but this is with an E. You know, this just makes sure right. people know it's and it's one E. 
That's it. <laughs> oh, why do you sound like Wait, three had a Orson Welles radio show? <laughs> yeah, it's three with 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 any <laughs> James three with any. That's my impression <laughs> of. <All right>. Well, <laughs> um, we are a film review podcast. We record. The, uh, we record, we review the films of leading black actors and talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. All right. And today we are reviewing the 2007 film, The Great Debaters, uh, a uh, based on a true story uh, directed by Denzel Washington, also starring Denzel Washington. Um, and was this, in, did this introduce... Tenzo Whitaker? No. I think so. I think oh, it was it? his first movie. Okay. Well, we have I mean, Tenzo Whitaker, we have Nate Parker, uh, and Journey Smollett kind of rounding out the uh, the debate team. Also Journey Smollett. What, you think, what do you think she's doing right now? Like, Journey, you think she like, I don't know, like, up reading right the book now? or like, but yeah, like or maybe like having a coffee. I'm not or thinking about what like she's friends. doing right now, Gerard. Nah. I mean, who knows? She could be like, I don't she's know. living her life. She's existing. Yeah. Wow, yeah, Denzel Whitaker was cool. in Training Day. That was his first role. He was a little wow. kid in Training Day. Okay, well then there it is. All these connections. All these Denzel television. Denzel and you know, you want to then I guess he was a voice in a movie called The Ant Bully. You don't remember the ant bully? You said that like that you didn't know that movie existed. You don't I remember, don't remember ant ants. I never saw the ant bully, but it's about the ant bully is about a. We don't need to talk about this, but it's about a bully, <laughs> a guy that bullies ants who becomes an ant. Oh, the, the, the oh ant wow! Bully. You know that's a turn of events. <laughs> you How know you not expecting that. <laughs> you know oh, wow. I don't even know something city? crazy happened, some kind of magic. Mad but you scientist. know he, he turned into an ant. Shoot. Got it. And then he helps defend the ants. Yep, that's right. Then he gets, see, because you know what happens. He gets close to the ants. Then know, he becomes. I know how to create a film. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, well, wow. this movie has an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, 86% audience score. It's pretty good. Not bad. Uh, box office, the budget was $15 million. Uh, and it made thirty million. Man, yeah, you know what? It, it needed a little bit more journey, Smollett. Like if it had been more, it would have got like thirty five. You know what I'm saying? Like if she was just like they put her on the, is she on the so. cover? Is she on the cover of the box? No, nah, it ain't the chain on the cover. It's the back of this other nigga's head. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeah, Forrest Whitaker was kind of the lead, I think, of the kids. Uh, this movie didn't come out internationally. It just came out domestically. It made thirty million. It came out on Christmas. Wait, what? MGM didn't put this out internationally. No, it's all the black people. Yeah, it's Black History. You know, was fuck it. Let me not do this. Let me not. I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> I'm gonna start this one today. Um, no, I'm not gonna do this. I'm calm. I'm not doing this today. There I was. Know, I just feel like day. maybe that's what we should do because isn't that the point of this? It don't make <laughs> sense. Why do I gotta watch movies about white history that go international, even to China? But I can't get black history when white people do trash things overseas. Because white history, see, because like white people, because what happened was white people went everywhere and tried to like live everywhere. 
So when you put a white movie, when you put a white movie, mm. and they're like, oh, I know what this, I've seen, because white people, they tried to probably take over us at some point or another. So I know them, you know, but then, but mm. black people, they we be chilling, you know, you know, and so like people aren't as accustomed to us. So we don't, you don't put the movie out there because we wasn't out there trying to, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. yeah, y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's my I theory. Even, I forgot what we were talking about. Oh, right. The Great Debaters. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we start? I, this is, this is ba- I said this is based on a true story. Apparently, uh, it's, it is fictionalized uh, Damn. in a lot of ways. <laughs> Damn. Oh, is it? I want to. I want to. I enjoyed like, it so much. Okay, hold on. Wait. Let me see what the difference but, is. Yeah. Well, let's. Is that let's, on Wikipedia before we or go something? In, else? Before we talk about that, let's say what our initial thoughts were about the movie right. as it presented well, itself. This was my first time seeing this movie. I want. I want to say all the way through, but maybe ever. Um, and I liked it a lot. And I, of course, hoped that everything that I was looking at was true. <laughs> was hoping that everything he was seeing was real, so I'm interested to see what the differences are. Thought mm-hmm. the acting was really good. Um, I know Nate Parker is a is a uh, problematic individual uh, for you know comments he's made in the past, and also because of his uh, rape allegations. Um, but uh, his acting is really good, so that is you know t- it's tough when see somebody and they be acting real good you're like oh i don't know how i'm supposed to feel about this person um (laughs) (laughs) denzel did a great job directing the 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 movie i thought he i thought his character was really good that's it i mean i don't know what else to say i liked it journey was journey's Mm -hmm. fantastic everybody's she's probably drinking hot chocolate I feel like she's Why are you trying to figure out what (laughs) yeah i don't feel like it's hot chocolate uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I I honestly forgot if I saw this movie or not. I because I there was part of me that was like, this feels familiar, and then there was another part of, of me that was like, I don't remember this movie. Um, mm. but I I I I think I did. I feel like I did. Um that said, um, yeah, it's a very enjoyable kind of uh movie in this in this realm. Uh I thought the acting was great. I I I I thought Nate Parker and Journey were like really um, charismatic, and uh, I liked the little kind of romance dance between them. Uh, obviously, Denzel and Forrest Whitaker are always going to be great, and Kimberly Elise is always going to be great. Um, and oh, Kimberly Elise, goodness, yeah. <laughs> and Denzel and Denzel Whitaker is good too. I think like uh, Jarrell, I kind of briefly mentioned this, but like the end you know debate like it was like good but it didn't really it didn't like it didn't like hit you there just because like that kid doesn't have that kind of commanding i don't know thing that you (laughs) would think of when you would think of like a really cinematic like argument you know on screen and like he's kind of like saying the right things and like he's true to the character that was throughout the movie uh but it didn't really have like that rousing moment at the end. So that was a little underwhelming for me, but, um, and, and it's probably, I've watched this movie in two parts, so that was easier, but it's probably a little long, but again, we say that for all movies. Um, <laughs> um, but no, it was, I, I, it was definitely enjoyable. It was definitely, I, I like, 
I was like, oh, okay, you know? Um, yeah. It's, I don't think this movie got any real recognition from no, awards, right? even though it definitely came out like award season. Like this movie came out oh, on did? Christmas. Yeah, oh, it came December out December 11th. Yeah. So, oh, damn. So it was definitely shooting for that. Um, but uh, yeah, it, uh, an enjoyable movie. Yeah, man, I, I actually liked it. I don't think I ever saw it. I think I, you know, this isn't the kind of movie I normally watch black people dealing with old white folk racism. Um, but I thought it was good. Every time, first, every time I see Nate Parker, I'm like, damn, this brother was next. It's like, every time I see him, I'm like, he, he was he was the dude. Like, he he, yeah. he was T'Challa. You know what I'm saying? I love that we got Chadwick, but I'm like, this dude was the next guy. Um, and thinking that this movie, like all his movies were black people trying to overcome something. Like even looking at Journey in this movie, I was like, there's a scene with her, with all of them in the car. And I'm like, this poor woman, I hope she has the best fucking time on Birds of Prey. Cause I'm like, this woman's career that made her famous has always been some slave or like some, like, I got to run from white people shit. Like it was like this movie underground. Then it was like a scene that reminded me of a scene from Lovecraft Country. I was like, this woman deserves a goddamn comedy or a love story or something. Um, It's funny. I did enjoy this movie. But like, man, this movie made people mad. There's a review of this movie I got to read because I think it's hilarious. While while one of the best, sorry, while a well-made film, the biggest disheartening issue, however, is that it portrays almost all the blacks as intelligent academics and almost all the whites as arrogant rednecks. And I was like, <laughs> so <laughs> that isn't no, wait, first of all, that, that isn't even true. Wait, wait, first of all, that going. isn't even true. <laughs> wait, not, wait, let me keep going. Let me keep going. <laughs> the white Harvard debaters are arrogant, stuffy, narrow-minded, unenlightened intellectuals. They have no good white guys and no horrible black characters. Even a black butler at Harvard is exceptional, having correctly pronounced it, um, having correctly pronounced Latin words and inspirational phrases. Um, I was looking up like um, fact versus we, fiction stuff. And there's we, this movie site. Yeah. There's a movie site cross, called Crosswalk. And this woman, presumably a white woman, um, is like this movie, there's no happy white person. And the thing I like about this movie <laughs> is that they didn't add in a magic well, now, now this is the greatest movie ever made. Because <laughs> like, you think about it, like this is what I was watching. to write this. It mad mad because there's no and this is and that kind of review brings up why I personally hate some of these other movies that white people love because it's a fictional white person that comes in and saves the day or comes in and knocks down the color only sign or comes in and say hey little black boy you can do it too and all of a sudden that gives the nigga courage to like run up a goddamn mountain well so considering how fictionalized this is you know they could have added in a white person they could have they could have. So I don't know. Maybe this movie is terrible. Unless Harvard itself is the magical white person. Because <laughs> Harvard randomly called at the end and was like, hey, come to yeah, what? <laughs> is Harvard itself the magical white? Um, but I really like this movie. And I was going to say I like it because they didn't add a magical white person. And the fact that this white lady is so mad about it makes me laugh in tremendous ways. Um, but yeah. That's crazy. Um, I mean, this is a random freaking website, but uh, it was. I thought it was going to give me like, um, oh, Rice. these are the real things. These are the fake things of the movie, and I'm like, oh no. Also, wait, 
I also love Jermaine Williams, who low key is in so many movies. Like, where is this guy? Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's so he good in so many things, Joe. I like him a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. So apparently, like, like three of the four debaters aren't are like amalgamations of people. It's like it's a like kind of fictionalized. I don't know. This thing just said that there wasn't a real person named Lynch. It's so hard though. Cause some of these websites I'm reading from, I'm like, I don't know if I trust you. <laughs> exactly. I can't find a real one. <laughs> also, like, I'm trying to look for like a, we fictionalize everything. Okay. Barnum is a fucking terrible human. And he has one of the best biopics of all time. I don't care what, a, you know what, you know, what it sh- they should have said one of these niggas made the fucking spaceship and went to the moon. I'd have been like, great. I don't think we debated our way that. to the moon. We debated our way to the moon. No, I don't want. We debated our way to the movies that. based on it. First of all, can I just say this? Because wait, what was the other movie we had where they had like fake back, like fake like end credit things where they're telling us like facts about these fake people? What do you um, call it? Um, um, I can picture it right now. Uh, it was the no su- no sudden move. No, no. sudden move. <laughs> Yeah, it right? was the one about it was yeah, it was the one about the Well, um, they just had things at the end, but it was like these are what happened to these people. Yeah. <laughs> I hate I I am I don't understand why why movies do this. Like why do they say like why are they like, "Oh, here's a person who like we're telling you this is based on a real story, and then there's this is a fictional person, and then we're going to tell you what this fictional person did in the future." Like of course, yeah, audiences are going to walk away sense. thinking that that's real. Like, it's yeah. not. It's, I don't know. That's because sometimes most of those people have like a really tough life. Like, I was reading on, um, why did I go down this hole? It was like on what happened to actual, um, character, like real life people. And I read one on, um, the 12 year, the guy from 12 Years a Slave. And his life, he vanished like three years later. Like, he got reunited with his family and then just was gone like no one knows what happened i don't know if he got taken back to slavery like gone i think maybe four years i'm like yeah man they tell these stories to make people feel good um, right so one of the, the biggest things is they they didn't debate harvard they debated uh the university of southern california Th- that was the reigning champions and that's who they faced and they never faced harvard um so they just like added that because like people know harvard and it's like harvard you know <laughs> yeah i would think that's anything that um, makes sense. That makes total sense. Yeah, man, they man they need to lead this movie. So many movies. Yo, what is it, hidden? What is it? Hidden figures had Taraji okay. running a mile in well, heels yeah. to Pharrell music. Okay, and the woman who is still alive. <laughs> Captain Jasmine was just like, that's we not went. the thing to talk about. We, no, we went to the, the back. We just... of the movie. And the thing there, is, is her nobody's thinking that she actually ran. We were like, why? <laughs> why is she running to the bathroom to happy? Okay, it don't make sense. All right, that black woman. Okay, who is that still has alive, such a different said, thing than what we're talking about. I went to the bathroom right there. They told me I couldn't go. I went to that bathroom. <laughs> That's what that black woman said. I ain't running down that motherfucking no heels multiple times to happy. 
Okay, the <laughs> Dominions danced to Happy Bread. She was wait a minute. So you're saying she was upset about Happy as well? Everybody was. Upset she acknowledged. She acknowledged that Pharrell's score <laughs> did not match. <laughs> and if you're gonna have her run, if you're gonna have her fucking running to the bathroom, play some goddamn I don't know Shaka Khan, some Tina Turner, some powerful shit. Why are you not- doing this to Pharrell though? Pharrell is a is a <laughs> trailblazer. I love Pharrell. But Pharrell, no. Pharrell shouldn't have been making the beat to this woman running to the bathroom in stress. He knows it. So, hold on. So, why wasn't wasn't Samantha Book with an E just Henrietta Bell Wells? This person who... (laughs) The wiki... When you click on Samantha Book, it just takes you to this other woman's (laughs) Wikipedia. Well, yeah, because she wasn't a real person. Samantha Book is a fictional character. But there's... It looks like looking at this debate oh, yeah. team picture, there on was team. only one woman on this team. <laughs> right. So, Henry Bell. Why, yeah, why, why did you change name? Why did Well uh, <laughs> Well one uh uh, uh black woman erasure. No, I don't know, man. I what <laughs> because it doesn't make this well woman it's has like mad she accolades. didn't she didn't become a lawyer, she became a social worker. Uh and she maybe went to they, law school. No, Maybe no, wait, she on, she probably didn't have this, you know, romantic relationship. And they were like, well, instead of like pretending like this real person had this romantic relationship, we'll have a fake person have a romantic relationship. Oh, my God. Wow. She beat Tuskegee. She beat Howard. She beat. Oh, she told Denzel. Was it? Oh, apparently she talked to Denzel. She told Denzel to play. All right. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't wait, use Wait, you just said all that. You mumbled it said, all that. It what said, is, what happened? Uh, the character... Uh, you know, is played by Journey Smollett. Lucy, based on her, Will stated that she told Denzel, who directed the film, he should play the team's coach, um, Melvin B. Johnson. Um, yeah, but that doesn't connect to why. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know why her name is different. Like, I have a... <laughs> all right, well, I'm upset. So, all right, cool. Great. All right, well, okay. So this movie starts uh, <laughs> in the in the South, but they're in Texas. Um, and... It's like a, I don't know what you call this, a hoedown? <laughs> what's, a shindig? What's the... You're <laughs> <laughs> having a romp? Oh, a party. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I feel oh, like there's a name for it. A hoedown? A shindig? A, 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 a blues? Well, they at the club getting it in is yeah. what they're doing. They and it's it in. intercut with, it's intercut with uh, a sermon from Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker is delivering, mm-hmm. which is sort of... And also Journey Smollett on a train. Oh, yeah, seeing the poverty going yes, from north to south. she's on the train. Is it bad every time I hear the name Forrest Whitaker, I think of that Bernie Mac bit. It's like, I hate Black Pepper. I hate the black of Forrest Whitaker's neck. I just, that's all... Literally when someone says his name, I just think of Bernie Mac from, um, <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, Don't Be a Menace While Drinking Your Juice in the Hood. But he's that racist <laughs> black cop. I hate my skin. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, this was fun. Also, my man is out here. Um, Nate Parker out here fighting. First off, this dude got set up. He flirting with this woman. And then he's like, who's that? Just my husband. Oh, that's just like, my oh, husband. Are they swingers? And I was like, oh, no. She he, she trying to kill this nah, dude. Nah, he about to are kill Are they him. swingers? Because <laughs> she said it so casually. Like, it's In just my 1930s. husband. In the 1930s. Yeah, no. I was like, all right. Clearly, she's not stressed. Um, I know that was funny. Oh, maybe and that's he, her thing. He she him. gets hit on, 
And then her husband has to come in and save her. And then she's like, oh, thank you, baby. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's the, the She vibe. was rooting for her husband during the fight. Yeah, I was like, even though her it. husband pulled the knife on a man. Like, what? But he was giving him the work, though. Okay. Yeah. And then Denzel was there dressed in. Oh, damn. He, yes. he was in costume. Share crapper clothes. Share crapper clothes. I will say, I did like that this movie took place um, during the Great Depression for black people. So it was during the share cropper era. I mean, it seems like. James Farmer's story is pretty accurate. Yeah, in he's terms the, of he's like, the real person. Which yeah. one is that, James Farmer? Uh, he's for, the forest. Uh, uh, Denzel, Denzel Whitaker. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And I guess gotcha. his dad also had all of those. He was also all of those accolades were were real as well for him. Wow. Well, he just um, passed away in 1999. Yeah, that's what's crazy about as I'm looking through all these Wikipedias. All these people, we shared air <laughs> with. Yeah. We shared air with these people. Well, that's the hard part. I'm thinking yeah. about this and like, this is what, 1933? My mom was born in 1940, 1945, something like that. And I'm like, yo, this, this isn't like every time I feel like we talk about some of these movies, it's like these people, there's literally, there's a scene when we get down later in the movie and there's a little boy watching the lynching. And I'm like, that little boy is like 70 now. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that little that little boy is still alive and remembers it, and now he got grandkids. Mm-hmm. Bet you need telling. He's either telling grandkids he was at that lynching, or he's like, "I'm carrying this to my grave because I was I grew up racist." But yeah, this shit ain't that crazy, man. I thought they did a pretty good job of showing that, like showing the kids like smiling, the what the white kids smiling when um you know when they hit the pig. And it's just like you just sort of look at what's being passed on and how, you know, it was really it, it was unnerving. But also, like, I thought it was it was handled very well. I, I thought in general, I mean, I know we'll get into things as we get into them more specifically, but I did think in general the way that this sort of balanced the oppression of the day and then also just the general struggles of these characters trying to do this debate. I thought that that was well balanced in a way that I don't know. It was impactful to me. It didn't feel like it was, it didn't feel like it was like, uh, you know, torture porn. And then, and it also didn't feel like they were like, we're going to shy away from this. Yeah. It was was very present throughout Mm -hmm. the whole movie. And also like the movie was about something else, you know? Yeah. I thought it was a really nice, balance and it was like yeah it's like we can't pretend like this isn't happening we have to show it but also we, we're not gonna like even the like the most i mean well i guess you know you see the the lynched body lynched bird mm-hmm. body but like even that like it, there there wasn't like a reveling in it you know mm-hmm. and there's like that quick cut to that guy who got beat up or you know like oh, yeah. tortured by the cops um, so that we know, you know, this is what's happening. But this is the thing, guys. Like, I, I think you guys probably saw it on Twitter this week. I don't know why people keep talking about it, but from um Denzel from the movie Fences, everyone keeps playing his interview about like why it was important he directed Fences, and he brought up the the analogy of like you know, um Steven Spielberg, uh, Marcel Sazy, like Martin could have directed Schindler's List, um uh, Steven could have directed like. Goodfellas, but he's like it's the culture of it all. Like if I compare, like right now I got a, I got a um this film, The Great Debaters. I have the worst movie ever made, 
um, up, Green Book. Um, I also have um, Hidden Figures up. And when you look at those three directors, two Caucasian men who probably have a very limited amount of black friends, because I can tell by their movies, um, did these historical movies on black people, but felt the need to not villainize a white person. Whereas if you lived in the 1930s South, you're like, hey man, even these people who are leaving me alone can still harass me. Shit, in 2021, we still get harassed by well-to-do white folk. You know what I'm saying? And it's that nuance where it's like, in one of those hands, they even would escape, escape, skip right over the horrors that white people truly do and some of the things they truly say beyond just face value. Or they would have like reveled in it and just had us sitting there looking at like torture porn the whole goddamn time. So I think what Denzel did was something that is like very genuine. Denzel is an older black man whose parents probably lived through this, who he probably experienced shit in Mount Vernon. And it's like, yo, we can show this and show th- Lily, it was the fear, like watching um them hit the pig, but then seeing not the face of um Forrest Whitaker, but of the kids, that is real fear. Because, like, you're yeah. looking at this grown, educated black man talk to these fucking stupid, literally stupid hillbillies and be forced to be called boy and help them pick up a goddamn hog in an expensive suit where these little assholes can't do shit. Yeah. And it's like, that shit happens. I saw my stepfather. I saw him go from being, like, a well-to-do black dude to being terrified when white cops showed up. And it's like, this nigga is stupid. I remember thinking out loud, this cop is a fucking idiot. And that's not saying... I was like, and now we're sitting here terrified of him because he has more power, not only because of his badge, but because we in the South and he white. That's mm-hmm. just goddamn shame, man. Yeah. Fucking shame. And you notice he ain't playing no goddamn poppy music in this fucking movie. <laughs> ain't nobody ain't nobody getting taught how to eat fried chicken in this movie. I ain't even seen nobody eating this movie, did y'all? Okay? I, the mind was being fed. Okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> it went on a <laughs> I hate those movies. I think people need to really understand. And the thing that pisses me off even more about this movies is this movie to me is better than those movies, but got so far yeah. less accolades than those movies. And I need I to agree. know why. I, I agree that this movie is better than both of those movies. Like, it just is better. And I don't know, can't yeah. remember what else was coming out at those times or whatever or whatever, you know. But it's definitely just like <laughs> it has and, to just be racism, right? And like the reason, to... well, the reason is exactly what you know. Um, our our friend Lisa uh, Rice said, and and that's that the white people are all bad, <laughs> and the black people are all good. Um, and it's like, come on, like have some nuance. Um, it's truly that. No, <laughs> it truly shit. is the fact that there is no white savior in this movie. There's no like good white person to like, like. It, it, what about so the white dude is, at Harvard that helped them with the bags? What's so, so like, funny is like, yes, they had people who weren't like inherently just racist jerks, right? Like. They were just a part of the society. So like, yeah, you have the white dude at Harvard who helps him with the bags. He doesn't, he's not, he's not helping them at all, really. He's just doing his job, right? He's in more of like a survival position. And then there's also the white dude who's helping um, uh, Tolson's character, uh, Tolson in the, um, you know, with the, the with the organization of the, the farmers and the union or yeah, whatever. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like the person who's a sidekick or whatever. He's in one scene. He says one thing, he gets shut up. You know, it's clearly clear that Denzel Washington has more power than him. 
And because of that, like this person is like, yeah, there's no good white people. It's like, no, there were white people who were all right. There were white people who weren't bad. They just weren't the heroes. Also, they were the ones doing what you probably do in your everyday life, which is being pleasant. But you ain't fucking on a limb helping no black folk out. Well, they were. This this is is my thing. (laughs) Everybody today want to prove they ain't racist. And I'm like, but what are you doing, though? It's like, but seriously, it's like, I got mad. I got mad producer friends. Like, we got a couple. Oh, man, we have an initiative to help people of color. It's like, cool, cool, cool. What does your initiative do? Because this person you got in part of this initiative probably deserves your job. But like, that's what we we saying. Like, what are you doing? Like, everybody wants to feel like they're doing something big. At least with that bullshit movie, The Green Book, at least we know they ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? At least we know this movie is complete, full of shit. It's like, there's no way no white dude's about to be well, like, yes, no, 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 you know it's full of shit. That. Right, right. We, we I all mean, knew. I know. <laughs> Mahershala, I know. Knew, Mahershala knew when he won that Oscar. That nigga was up there in a beanie. Like, yeah, I know, hey, but man. a lot of people didn't know. That I've I, never <laughs> had fried chicken in my life. I want an never, Oscar. I want best how picture. do I eat? How? <laughs> Yo, what's so crazy? I looked up what this uh, film was nominated for, and it was it it was nominated by the Golden Globes for Best Picture best picture Drama, but that's it? Like, there is no other Golden Globe nomination, obviously didn't win. And I'm just like, how are you going to nominate something for Best Picture and then not nominate anything else? And then no, the Academy didn't nominate it for anything. Because, man, it does, it does, Brie, you're right, it doesn't do what this lady is expecting. And I'm thinking about, I'm looking at these movies, Kevin Costner's in one. You know what I'm saying? Viggo Mortensen's in the other one. It's like, there's, there's someone to latch on to in these other movies where it's like in this one, Hold on. there's not. There are plenty of people to latch on to in this movie. So these so white people need to see white people doing good in order to in order to watch a movie. I'm about <laughs> Listen, to be mad. I'm about, what, I'm about to get upset. <laughs> what movie? What I movie watched the movie. There was, there was 15 people for me to latch on to when I watched this movie. You know when I watch when I watch when I watch the imitation game. It's also 15 people for me to latch on to when I watch, when I watch that movie. It, just because it's white people on the screen doesn't mean I'm not latching on to them. I'm upset. I'm mad. I'm bad. I'm sorry I yelled. I didn't want to. You know what? Let's be positive. Because this movie is a y'all great ain't movie. The, pe- the people I'm listening sorry. to this podcast ain't the people I'm yelling at. So I'm no, sorry no. I yelled at y'all's ears. I, I, took, well, I took us down this road. My bad. I just wanted to make sure people understood that this movie is superior to those other movies. And those other movies have more credit. And I think it's because of the whiteness of those movies. But let's talk about why great, well, how great this movie is. Because this movie is awesome. Yeah, I mean, so they have a couple of threads going, basically. So you have uh, uh, De- Denzel Whitaker's character. <clears throat> what was it? For? James? Um, uh, which James, one? Denzel? James. Denzel is, they're both James. Denzel Whitaker and and yeah, they're both yeah. James Senior Farmer. Oh, right. They're James Farmer Jr. Um, and he's, you know, his dad is a his dad is a pastor. He's fourteen. He's in this college. He's a, he's, he's smart a, as hell. Only fourteen years old. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, he wants to join the debate team. Uh, essentially, we get a couple several different scenes with him and his father because his father's kind of like over. A little bit overbearing, you know, it's one of the reasons he's probably so smart. I mean, so educated, I should say, not smart, but it's one of the reasons he's like accomplished so much is because his father has pushed him. Um, 
but he also is a 14 year old boy and he likes you know he likes girls um, yeah man he got a little crush <laughs> he got a little he had a little crush on on journey he probably journey. he probably saw him was like man she drinks hot chocolate you know what i'm saying Why probably, are probably, you doing like, this? probably like, <laughs> like like I, t- I was it so funny. Not chocolate in this film. Go I ahead. Say it was so funny about Journey Smollett though. It's like I literally for some reason was like googling her, and I forgot that she's been on. Um, like her and her, we probably talked about it, but her and her siblings had that show when they were kids, and they all like it was like her, Jesse, a couple other Smollett kids, and they all played like six or eight siblings on some like sitcom way back when. Um, so to see her go from that to like roll bounce. Uh, where she was like the best friend who wasn't attractive right. then like became super pretty out of nowhere than it is. And then like even thinking about her as Letty, I was like, man, Journey Smollett has had an interesting career. She's always been a good actor, but you. also one, oh, he's by you, but also one who hasn't had to um, lose any sexuality at the same time. Like I feel like sometimes it's like, if you watch some of these movies, it's like either sexuality is like fully on display or it's like, I got to remove it all put on a fake nose and like shave half my head and that's how the person gets to acting um a, a beautiful woman gets acting credit whereas like she's been able to like really just be dope but also like a, a beautiful woman at the same time i love her and you know what but she's also a, just to be a, clear you said you've been wondering you know this whole podcast like whether or not she's currently drinking hot chocolate but then you also said for some reason you were googling her <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just saying no i'm saying you know what i mean i just i, I just wonder like you know like do you, like yeah man what did she probably read you know like she probably read some dope books maybe even comics i think she might read some comics all right too. she i mean probably has to at the very I least mean, yeah, to understand what's going on with her character <laughs> her character uh <laughs> Wait, so she just transferred. Um, where did, where yeah. was she coming from? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. What's Let's see, yeah, historically, I, where I, did she transfer from? I historically, do she, historically, she transferred. Historically, she... The, uh, you're talking oh, about Henrietta? There. Yeah, she just started there. She just um, started there. She was a freshman. Yeah, she just started. She joined the debate team as a freshman, the real uh, wow person. This movie could have been about insane. her. She also apparently Honestly, had to, like work. Watch she that. had to like work jobs. Like she had a scholarship, but she still had to like work jobs and like and like would like do extra shifts and they'd have to like cover for her or like all this stuff. I don't know. There's a, I'm like reading like the real real stories and you're like, it's always more impressive than the movie. And you're like, what? Why? I don't know. Yeah. How, how does that? How does <laughs> that make take any sense? Out? Why do you make these characters less impressive? It would be unbelievable if we saw it. Nobody would, you know, of the <laughs> no one would believe that someone could do that. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's also interesting. Like, I mean, even thinking about this movie when she gets there, and she and she goes to the team. They start pretty quickly with Denzel, like with the tryouts. It's, what is it? Three hundred people down to four people or something like that. Or no, no, mm-hmm. it's three hundred students. Four forty apply and then four make it or something. Um, I love that she was there, and I, and I don't know, maybe because I'm a guy. Oh man, am I, am I, am I Lisa Rice right now? Oh shit, I'm just about to what say about I to like. Say? I was about to say I like that, like she's there, and no one is like, um, women can't be here. Like everyone acknowledges that you know, hey, women, 
we don't have we haven't had a woman do this but no one's like man why is she in here and i'm like is that is is the feeling i'm feeling as a man with this white lady's feeling because there's no happy white person no helpful white I'm like the men were the men weren't offensive to her because you're glad that the men weren't. Yeah, yeah. I I mean it's it's certainly adjacent to that, if not. (laughs) According to Henrietta Bell Wells, the real uh, debater. Well, actually, I mean, she just says that the boys didn't seem to mind me. She she didn't really talk much in this interview about like the heart. I'm sure that obviously there were hardships, but. I don't know if there were hardships within the team necessarily. It seems uh, like they yeah. were pretty united. Even when, even when, um, uh, Denzel Whitaker brings up to Forrest, um, that there's a that there's a girl on the on the team. I thought that he was going to be like, oh, a wom- a woman, but then he, but then he was like, hey man, don't get distracted. <laughs> like, he, yeah, he yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what he was upset about was like yeah. potentially the, the 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 distraction of the romantic distraction. Um, and then and it's it's still there though, right? Like at the end when they when they debate Harvard, it's a it's a woman and a fourteen year old boy, and they're both black. It was just yeah. like there was so yeah. many things. It's like you still feel that that like they they must be looking at them a, a, a certain way because of that reason. Right. Um, Is that what? Um, but they do not acknowledge it, and I I don't know. I I don't know. I it was it, I thought it was it, it's still present even if they don't like make a meal out of it. Is that why Nate Parker didn't do like why I was confused on why he didn't. Um, did he think because it would be a 14-year-old boy and a black woman, they would um, fare better than him? I, I, I was confused on like why he didn't do it. He did say that... Um, he did say that they'll love it. You're 14. They'll love it. They'll eat you up. But I do think that there was also some element... It felt like there was some element of him feeling like... Uh, there was weakness in him, in himself, that he was like, mm-hmm. the, you know, uh, Farmer Jr. will, he can rise up to this occasion and be, and, and be this sort of shining light that gotcha. we, that, you know, the people writing this know James Farmer Jr. to go on to become, you know, um, it felt like that it was like that. There was, you know, cause it, it came right after he left yet again and was about to maybe cheat yet again you know and he was i just felt like that was him sort of acknowledging a weakness in himself uh all right that's what i thought all right okay okay because i was yeah Uh, but yeah this movie i thought was cool man like they they started off the debate team um i i did love um denzel telling the guy who quit to like use his humor in it um, what is his name? What is his character's name? Uh, Jermaine Williams, um, Hamilton mm-hmm. and Burgess. He was like, yo, use the humor. Don't like, would you shoot yourself in the foot? Uh, in a fight? Right. He was saying like, don't be self-deprecating. I was like, I like this, man. I, I don't know. I-, I keep thinking, do debate teams. Have you ever, got, have you guys ever watched a debate match N- in real life? I, I've never watched a debate match, but I have listened to, uh 
I did listen to a podcast that had the debate. It was like by, by NPR and it was like a, mm. like a debate. It, it wasn't college. It was like adults. Um, but they would like have a debate and, and argue. They didn't have, they didn't say resolve, but they, uh, <laughs> they argued like, you know, the affirmative and the, and the negative of like certain, you know, stances, uh, and, you know, go back and forth. And it, it, it was two people on each team. Um, so very similar. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like, it's interesting because it's like, it's a very rigid structure, which you need to have, you know? <laughs> um, but there's also like, there's limitations to it, just like anything, I guess. But, uh, but it is interesting hearing people like bring up quotes and facts. And this was very, all of their debates, a lot of their debates seemed very philosophical in nature. Um, and they weren't, there wasn't a lot of like fact-based evidence as much as there just was like quoting people who we, who it's assumed that we all respect. And therefore like those people's quotes have weight, you know? I thought that was odd considering what the um, audition process was like, like considering like Uh. he kept, he kept on um, journey for uh, Samantha for, um, for like what her quotes were and what her facts were, you know, um, but then almost every debate was like, you know, it should people do the, you know, is it okay for someone to do, you know, like it was like all moral right. and yeah. ethical questions, all emotion based, like everything became emotion based. I mean, I, I, I did like it. I liked when they, you know, started doing that montage running and being like what 10 and O or something crazy like that. Also, it was so interesting. I thought they were going to be. They kept building like they were going. It was going to be like crazy tension between Denzel and Nate Parker's character that I felt like never really came, which I did like because after the first match, when Nate Parker just did his own thing and quoted uh, and quoted a uh, uh, journey, I was like, "Oh, Denzel's going to be pissed," even though they won. He's like, "I wrote the stuff. You can't do it." And no, we never even saw another scene of them talking about it. It was just right. a montage of them winning. I was like, oh, okay. Um, that's interesting. Because I like that Denzel wasn't overbearing. I feel like we always see these movies and you have, of course, like a, you know, Forrest Whitaker character was like the black dad who's like, my way or the highway, you know. And like Denzel seemed a little bit more loose where he definitely wasn't explaining himself, but he also understood that fire in all the kids, which I thought was very... um I thought it was very beautiful at the same time. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it, fire. And what was he doing? He was organizing. Like, I, I was, what was Denzel doing on the low? He was yeah, like, he was forming a, a, like a union. A union. The farmers uh, union. A, a union of farmers. An interracial farmers union. Which oh. I think is a, is a real thing, right? That he was, was that a real thing that Melvin Tolson uh, did? Let me see. I have no. it up. I, I have it. him up right now, and I'm trying to find it, oh, it specifically. You're right. Um, I mean, he had here. a he has a long career of all kinds of <laughs> stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if that's on here, but I don't. Actually, maybe I don't that wasn't see real it. But he what? But it does say that he it it his political view. He was about he was about integrating, and that was. Mm-hmm. And that uh, was a source of, you know, tension. But it doesn't say that he 
it does at least as far as my scrolling doesn't say that he actually formed a wow yeah. apparently also, he was an activist uh so it maybe it was like a slight slightly imagined but like based off of his real kind of ideas of what what he wanted to do yo they won in real life 75 okay yeah in 47 this, so this is i is after the fact Long 47 after, right? he was accused of having been active in organizing farm laborers um oh but during he was accused of, of doing it during the late 1930s um but it doesn't say got like it. a specific group that he I, formed. I, it doesn't seem like he actually got arrested and like couldn't come to a debate. Right. I, or I, something doesn't, like that. I don't see any evidence of being of him being uh, blacklisted or or anything like that either. But right. But this 75? is Wikipedia. So Damn. this is a Wikipedia article. <laughs> yeah. Also, the blacklisted Wiley, stuff. Know. I was like, isn't that a little early for the? Were people? <laughs> I guess people were. I guess people were always being blacklisted. But I was like, I, that term felt a little. New. I was like, I feel like that's a fifties term, but anyway. Wow, fifties. Um, was about to say. Uh, no, I was just looking up the team, and it's like, yeah, man, seventy-five straight debates they won over. Yeah, that's over amazing. Well, the other, the other Only weird fact won. is that they didn't, even though they beat USC, who were the who were the reigning champions, they didn't get to, they didn't get to claim the title because black people were not technically a part of the collegiate debate circle so even wow. it was like an unofficial debate all the debates against wow. the white te- white uh schools were on unof- were like unofficial man wow. man also uh, i don't know why this movie i do know why i don't know why i'm saying that um there is such a pride in seeing historically black colleges and just like what it's so easy to think about you know howard being the, the black Ivy League, you know, and and you know, thinking about you know Tuskegee and all these places, but it's like, man, these black schools had to do so, to get the funding and to get the type of um, student and, and and accreditation that they needed, like to do this back in what the nineteen thirties, nineteen hundreds, like these these black people were so so genius and so fucking driven because i'm like even in this movie they're like oh man we can get we can knock howard off it's like howard 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 is one of the best schools period but also to think that howard was established at a time where like they really weren't trying to let black people learn and they were like fuck it we'll just do it ourselves and that became one of the highest institutions in the nation yo man god bless black people like i'm even i'm now looking on wiley and tuskegee's uh um College I know. Pages. Well, that's the one thing. The other thing I really love about this movie is that it's like highlighting. Um, it's doing what white people get to do with movies all the time, which is like highlight like little known historical figures who did something that's pretty impressive, but we're not like learning all the time. And it's like, hey, like it's like a debate team that like did really well. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. that's so cool, you know, and even more impressive considering all the obstacles but we never learn about this stuff you know we always are learning the same kind of history and then that's why it is a little bit disappointing that even in this movie even though like wiley college is real and tolson is real like we're still like it's still like fake people it's like no like let us please learn about these (laughs) real people you know like at least you know james farmer jr Jr. is real but like 
I don't know. Like I, I but I do love that this, that, you know, Denzel and Oprah, cause I think Harpo productions was involved with this. Like they were like, let's make a movie about, you know, people that are black people that were impressive that aren't necessarily that aren't the like civil rights activists or like these huge historical figures. Like just like, let's make about like exceptional black people who people don't know. Other people don't know about, you know? And you know what? We should keep making the movies, even though there was something about this movie. And I think James brings this up, brings this up often. Um, like I put a lot of weight in like awards and act like the Oscars, which are, you know, normally to boast up other white people and like seeing this movie and Denzel to a fault almost felt like he was like, um, when he was hyped that they got to, um, debate, I forgot whatever the first white school was and, um, Nate Parker's University of Michigan, I think Michigan. Yeah. And Nate Parker's character goes, Oh, we just happy for scraps off the table. And I'm like, it does feel like we're always not always, at least for myself, always trying to get, the approval of like high end white society instead of just like my own people where it's like, I need, I need the Oscar, the golden globe to be proof of this being good versus like, man, if a bunch, like I even think about Tyler Perry, like black people support that dude enough that that dude is rich. You know what I mean? Like Will Packer, black people support him enough where that man is a rich man. You know, like he may not be going to the governor's ball, but like he's a millionaire because of us. And there's something about that where I'm like, Oh, that is one thing I want to take away from this movie is like you you may get into a hole trying to get white people's approval. And it's also like, for what? Like for what? Um, so I don't know. That, that was one cool thing. It's like, yeah, man, you're always arguing for scraps, but it's like, I don't want your scraps. I can go back and make my own shit. It's like, look, Literally, I'm like looking at these schools. It's like, it's literally black people who are like, all right, cool. We don't need to go to your school. At one point, they like, what is it? When they bring up W.E.B. Du Bois, who my grandfather always talked about. That was really great. Is, is a very important black figure, but also he's a very important black figure, educated in a very white world. And also, where's his movie? Like the dichotomy between like the two sides of him. Like he is the code switcher. You know what I mean? Like, where's his movie? Bray, you could be W.E.B. Du Bois. You got, I'm sure you got it was a face. TV movie. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> remember is it? when? Uh, no, I don't. I have no did idea. <laughs> no, did you yeah, just, did you just say that there was Washington? a TV movie because the fact that there's likely a TV movie is high? <laughs> the fact yeah. that you know some some you know the History Channel made a WB. <laughs> well, there's well, no right, movie. Right? Of him. No. There's no movie portrayed. No, there's a documentary about him. Not wow. Not, uh, narrative film all right well i mean let's do it wow we might as well do it we got web yeah bring it be wb the boy for real um give me a chance to shave his curly head mm-hmm. but yeah i mean look i it, it's uh it is this thing of like well we uh, we do live in a in a white dominated society both in terms of population but also obviously power um I mean, that's slowly changing demographically, but, uh, so it's like, you can't fully segregate. Anyway, this is what I'm writing a pilot about. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like it, you, you also, um, don't want to be fully codependent on, you know, the, the 
powers that be giving you, you know, what you need. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's, it's a fine line, but I mean, like, I like that that was brought up and then also that Nate Parker stuck on the debate team, you know, and it was like, and, and went to those debates, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that was cool. Yeah. Also, I, mean, I learned what, did you guys know, um, where the term lynching came from before this? Movie? I had never heard. <laughs> no, but I also, before. but I also was reading one of these websites and they said that that was, that was a fake fact. Oh, was it? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't Lisa. Me... It wasn't Lisa, was it? I don't know if I trust Lisa. <laughs> but it also, I also wonder if that's one of those things where it's like, right, I don't trust Lisa. Either. Is that something that people have been saying? You know, you know, and there is no. It's like we we can't trace it back to any one thing in particular. Oh, uh, maybe see, I mean, William Lynch. There, there is something he said. Denzel said early on uh, about not having a birth certificate so he can lie about his age whenever he wants. And I'm like, that's so real because at the same time as his character, like my grandmother didn't have a birth certificate. And so like, um, like my, 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 she had three kids and all three kids say a different age and her sisters say a different age. I'm like, yo, how America treated black folk, man. I know like we're only, I will say this, like, we're still living through stuff, but, like, we're only one generation of when it was hell on earth, officially. You know what I mean? When it was just, my God. I mean, on Wikipedia, two Americans during this era are generally credited for coining the phrase Charles Lynch and William Lynch, both of whom lived in Virginia. Again, this is Wikipedia, but that's how the etymology of the word Lynch starts, and it's from these, these two dudes couple white dudes named lynch <laughs> so right <laughs> wow yeah it seems like it's not like a it's a it's a disputed fact but but probably i don't know who knows yeah it feels like it's one of those things where it's like yeah it's not not true <laughs> right 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 <laughs> wait wait is this real is lynching still not considered wait, don't do this uh, <laughs> no it's 2020 no All are right. you telling me as early as as late or whatever you want to call it as a year or two ago they tried to pass a bill to make lynching um a hate crime and yes and we, white we republicans have talked about this said, on no? this podcast before we, have? Yeah, we did we, we did yes yeah we, we did because it was like it was like well what does that mean is like is the you know, they they said no, but like the reason is like, well, it, lynching is a crime because it's murder, like mob rules, like it, it's already criminalized, and this is like a political thing. And then, but people are like, well, no, like we need an actual law. I don't. It, it's a it's a thing. <laughs> wow. Let me get anyway. Off let's of this have page. a debate about it. Uh, resolve. No, absolutely no. not. <laughs> <laughs> when she smacks him. When she smacks him, yo, she straight up slapped him. That was great. And, and, and it goes, resolve. Okay. <laughs> resolve. The funniest part of the movie to me, or my favorite part of the movie, is when they're they're at Harvard and they're like, you know, they're dealing with this um uh black this black butler uh mm-hmm. type role. I'm not sure specifically what it porter or whatever his his role was would have been, but 
he <laughs> they're like trying to figure out the Latin of something. <laughs> and then Some he word. like says the he says the word and what the meaning is and then walks away and then journey just goes i told you <laughs> that, yes. was, that yes. was so funny <laughs> the fact that she was just like at some point was like he's probably the smartest person <laughs> on this camp <laughs> and then he, that was so funny to me but there's also so much to that it's like this 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 porter is is here you would think so lowly of him but like he's probably one of the smartest people ever but like this is what his job has to be you know mm-hmm. what i mean it's like yeah and, and, and that's that goes back to that that culture that culture thing that you were that that denzel was obviously talking about but that you mentioned earlier Gerard, because it's like the way specifically the way they interact with him because it's like they're not like that poor man or whatever you know mm. You know, and like Nate tr- starts to give him a tip, but then when he can't, he can't, but then still makes fun of him once he closes the door. There's just so many layers to how they interact with him. And then for him to just be like super smart and that knowing this fact and then have her be like, I told you, there's just so much. That's the tip of a, a very big iceberg that like yeah. we're getting a little glimpse of. I, I thought that was that that's the series of scenes was so fun. And then he's there in the audience watching. I loved that. Yeah, man. I, I you know what it is? I liked I really liked that these were educated black people, man. I, I liked it like as much as the world around them were trying to bring them down, it was like they all had an inner demon, like, you know, Denzel was trying to do the most. Like Nate Parker clearly was that rebel. Um, and then I do like that Journey and um, James Jr. both were kind of dealing with the same issue to me, which was like almost like that courage and that like um, like self-worth kind of thing. And I like I thought that was cool. Um, even at the end. Only, the only thing is this, okay, this is the, the magical blackness of the movie, which I do like. And I was like, ah, uh, at first, this is where I kind of like pause the movie, but it's like when Denzel gets arrested and they won't let them back. I was like, man, they back there beating the shit out of Denzel, man. God damn it. Like, and then all of a sudden he comes out and he's fine. And like everyone's cheering and the white people just like literally part ways as they're like escort him to the car. And then uh, James Jr. goes up to the uh, the hillbilly white dude. That pig wasn't worth $25. You owe my dad a money. And I was like, yo, first off, this shit ain't never happening like this. But you know what? <laughs> I'm here for it. I was like, I am here for it. I was like, is that all it took? Was this one random ass speech from Forrest Whitaker who we have now proven is not a lawyer? I was like, I'm here for it, baby. If they can teach a black man about soul music and fried chicken, we can walk out of a goddamn jail scot-free. I'm here for it, baby. I'm here for it. If well, I get know, to watch FDR a- was president. I don't know. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this, Bray. I was having a good time. I was having a good time. It's interesting because it's like the pop, the, the way we learn about American history is so it's like in these blocks and it's like and like we're we kind of learn about American history like black people weren't safe until like like 1965 or whatever and like or 1968 <laughs> and like. And and then like even that isn't true, but like even before that, it's not exactly true either. Like because like there were law, like there were laws, like there was, like even though all these lynchings happened, like it wasn't like it wasn't like free reign on killing black people like all the time. And like there were there was a there was some semblance 
of structure that could be you broken. Right. That, you know what I mean? Like, if it's a Tuesday at 347, then you can kill a black person. You can, yeah, if it's, it's like, on. Bray, Braylock's right. It wasn't free reign. It's like when niggas was sleeping, had a siesta, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's it's that's like when they got to night, get away with you it. You know, <laughs> at night when you're wearing a hood, you can do it. Nobody's going to nobody's gonna which, follow up on that. Which, you know. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, they, they consider the hate group now, you know, right? What are you talking about? The, the people with the... The people, the people with the <laughs> with the hoods. You you remember how they yeah. put the Black Panthers as a, they group. listed as a hate group. So you know they they, they never killed nobody unless they were attacked. So, so the people who did kill people that's been documented, like they 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 got to be a, a a hate group in twenty twenty one. Because yes. I, I remember I remember last summer everybody was marching for Black folk and they okay, were like a hate group according to who who are you who what's who what's your standard? Because that's remember what they talked about whose morality. <laughs> Okay. I'm, talking, I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about in, in the place we live, Amer- in America, because you know America found out about racism in 2020. So because of that racism, they discovered in 2020. You know, they they of course made the biggest known hate group, an official hate group, right? I mean, that's real, right? They did that. I yeah. really like <laughs> the final debate and like how they did that. <laughs> It was real. I thought it was really well done because, like, I don't know. There was something about like the the. <laughs> there was something about specifically the the white dude being like, "My dad was a oh cop," my God. and his partner. I know, was I, I know. That was and such it, a writer thing, but I I did like. I, it. I yeah, loved it. it was, I loved it. It was so. I was like, well, this isn't the speech, but still. But also, <laughs> but still. Because you want to, because you want to be like, yeah, I don't want that cop to be, to be, to be shot down dead on the, like nobody, like, it's not like I'm out here hoping cops getting gunned down. It's like, yeah, like that speech. And it's like, how do you come back from that speech? But then, but he was able to get him with the, he said the rule of law. And it was like, oh shit. (laughs) And he was, and he he sat down, he sat down so smug and confident. Like I got him. (laughs) If you just saw the look on his face and I'm like, and to be truly honest, James, you're right, man. Like nobody wants, I think the history of the world is like, Black people don't want beef with cops. Like I think that's that's yeah, no one no one wants that. Like no no one <laughs> wants not to trust. We all want to work together. And it's like to hear him say, "My daddy was killed in the line." I think he even says in the his, line of his, duty. His dad's partner oh, was killed in the line. In the of line duty. of duty, right? Yeah, it's in like, the line of duty, and he was there. I guess he was there. I don't know, but he so he he, he, he you know he remembered the look on his dad's face. It's just like. Oh. Cause it's something about that. It's like he was killed in the line of duty, and I'm looking at him being so like smiling, so smug, and I'm like, don't you realize black people would get killed for like doing nothing? Like literally, he met he messed up by saying. I mean, it was again a very well written, but yeah. he messed up by saying the rule of law thing. It was just so. <laughs> it, was, it was such a like. This is a compelling Dude, story, it was but so you, easy to smack that argument down. Yeah. It was so <laughs> good. The rule of but law. But you forgot Freaking who he was talking to. America was, was literally started by breaking the quote unquote rule of law. <laughs> exactly. Um, there were oh so many goodness. points you could. <laughs> yeah. Wait, oh, this wow. kid who's at the end of it, not him, but the other one, Glenn Powell, was in The Great Debaters. Yes. He I was, was shocked in... that he was 
in this because I know him as playing teenagers now. You know, like yeah. playing, he played a teenager like a couple years ago. And he, it was literally like, two years ago. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's also in. He's also the nice white astronaut to Taraji in Hidden Figures, the one who like, thank you for getting this back down, ma'am. Like the one oh, who wow. like, um, he's John Glenn or something. He's just yeah. got that face. Yeah, and then he's Not in John Top Glenn. Gun. Is he's that too late? Gun. Is it too late? Yeah, he is John Glenn. Yeah, he's, he's in Scream Queens. Oh, um, these look up, man! This dude has made a. He's been working. He's, been he's working. good. He's really. I, he's he's really parts, funny. But, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's like really the handsome, funny. funny dude and stuff. Um, oh wow, he's young. He's only thirty-two. Uh, damn, you know I'm old. I say he's young. Good lord. Um, Listen, thirty-two <laughs> is young, and I don't give a fuck what anybody listen to this. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. All uh, right, Bray. <laughs> what nobody what? talking about you? Okay, what I'm nobody talking about, right, about you? What nobody talking about you? Thirty-two. What nobody talking about you? All right, you said 32 is young, and I the, said thank you. The, you ain't nobody, nobody was talking to you, Bray. We <laughs> wasn't talking to you. We <laughs> talking about Glenn Powell. <laughs> no, you talking about me. You said 32. No, we ain't talking about you. We ain't talking about you, Bray. Okay, let the old men on the call uh, yeah. live our life. <laughs> I'm over here. Yeah, let my voice get all raspy. Uh, um, right. I was going to say before we end, um, it needs to be more movies when black men cry. The one thing I enjoyed about this movie is that <laughs> you like Nate Parker crying? I, Nate Parker cried. Denzel cried. Forrest Whitaker cried. Um, uh, uh, Denzel Fort, F- Denzel Whitaker cried. And the thing about that is, is because even though these men all were tough as hell, like they were still vulnerable, which we don't often get to see. And like anytime I see a black man cry, I was like, yes, we do have emotions. We do go through levels. We get happy. We get sad. We're not always angry. We're not always trying to fight the power. It's like there is a level, and to see these black dudes like break but then still find courage to keep it going and then seeing journey there i was like love 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 yeah. give me give, i give mean me denzel more. whitaker's character wasn't tough but yeah, yeah. don't do this bro i said like no nah, not all, you know different <laughs> levels he's th- he found his courage later on he i just kidding. his voice shit <laughs> he obviously was tough he was a little 14 year old walking up into a college debating harvard mm-hmm. grad yeah, that's I a tough know. kid was on the train by himself <laughs> you know Here's the thing. I really like this movie, but I just feel like one thing could have made it better. I feel like one, just one thing could have made it better. What? So, like, so, uh, for, so first, I just want to give props to to Denzel for how this was orchestrated because when we see first we see the kids running by the car, right? Then we see the car going, and then the car hits something. We're like, oh damn, he hit a kid. Yeah, this is true. I, I, yeah. I was like, they're he, all he, about to die. Yeah, everybody's so cool. dead. Everybody's dead. This is a short movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, then the white dudes come out and they all like being all mean and racist. And I feel like this is what I would love to, for this to happen. Just just as just as Forrest Whitaker is about to hand him his check, a basketball just hits my man right in the face. He falls down, cut to steel is standing behind the behind what? the car, and he's like, You're gonna get that check back. Give us you're gonna give the check back. Give me, give me back the check. <laughs> and, then, and then he takes, then he takes the check, right? I'm sorry. Then, I'm sorry. What? Then, then we get, then we get to the, then we get to the end of the movie, right? And then just as Glenn Powell is in the middle of giving his speech, just right, pop right in those glasses. The basketball come out, hit him right in the head. Steals like resolved. You know what I'm saying? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> come on now. 
Yeah, I just feel like if, wait, St- if Steel wait, was wait, in this wait, movie. What's Steel say? What's Steel say? <laughs> he says, resolved. <laughs> Come on now. Steel is there, you know what I'm saying? First of all, how does Steel get back into that? <laughs> you know what? I'm not, why am I engaging with this? <laughs> all right, it's time for the cause. <laughs> we rate review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. Oh my uh, God. If this film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If it didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. All right. On the count of three, we're going to raise up our range for this film, The Great Debaters. One, two, three. Three black fists. Black fists. I mean, come on now. Black fists. Absolutely. Well, you got go, these three I young black. It. <laughs> I loved <laughs> it. The only thing I didn't like is that I think we needed a little more Elise Neal and a little bit more cousin Faith. Um, Kimberly Elise, you mean? Oh, what did I say? Elise Neal. You said Elise Sorry. Neal, but Sorry. also, honestly, Sorry. I, I could have used some Elise Neal in this too. I mean, I'm Sorry. saying we got all of the Elises can be. Sorry, in this. Kimberly Elise and um, cousin Faith. Um, we could have used a little more from them. Um, but other than that, I love this movie. Love, love, love. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I also love this movie. I could have used more Elise Neal in this. Um, yeah, Black Fist. <laughs> Was the um, writer white did the, or, or black? Oh, I'm I didn't look that right, right. Oh, I'm up right now. That's a great question. I didn't even look because the Denzel directed. I just assumed. Oh, let me see. Robert um, Isley... Jeffrey Poro, these sound like white names. Uh, Robert Isley's a white man. Yeah. Okay. Um, he did a good job yeah. with the script. Jeffrey Poro, yeah, he doesn't he's have white a, too. He white too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tony Sherman. <laughs> oh, he white okay. too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was white, white writers. Okay, white writers, but Denzel, black directors. Denzel directed black. it. You know, he, then, you know, directors have a hand on the script. Yeah, that's true. They got a little yeah. hand in it. They got a little hand in it. <laughs> um nah you know i mean no nah, that makes sense <laughs> no i just was one i you know i want not to make a thing out of it i just wasn't sure because then we would have talked about it and then we could maybe see what else these black writers are doing but it was white writers and also we see what else these white writers are doing dark yeah. man they did dark man this <laughs> don't do this <laughs> okay all right i ain't gonna talk are we good yeah no nah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah well thank you so much for listening is there anything else we need to, anything else you want to say about the great debaters i feel like we covered everything i think we did it yep. yeah uh thank you so much for listening you can follow us at Blackman podcast on twitter and instagram blackmanpodcast.com is our website uh where you'll find links to merchandise that uh we have through t public like t-shirts and stickers and phone cases we also have a defunct patreon that means we're not doing new episodes somebody just messaged and said how come there's no new episodes and we've been saying this for a full year now (laughs) uh but uh yeah there's no new episodes but there's a year's worth of episodes on there so you can subscribe listen and then unsubscribe it's five dollars a month until you stop paying for it uh (laughs) and um also, if you rate us, rate and review us on iTunes, uh, we will read your reviews on the air. And uh, guys, uh, rate and review us so I can read more reviews, please. <laughs> to um, break and do his job. Come on. You know I like reading these reviews. 
but uh, there are no new ones. So that's that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Produced by Melissa D. Bonds. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog!